We're going to talk about one of the true fleecings of the century here. Neil Kulong, sir, welcome. Um, it is great to be here. I think this might be the most prominent spot you and I have done together. Yes, I think so. Let's start with this. Uh, they trade Chase Claypool to the Bears. Um, I, To me, I wouldn't have offered more than a sixth. But Ian Rappaport says they're going to get the second round pick, and it's the Bears pick. To me, this um, is this I, is a fleecing. I'm 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 beside myself. I'm absolutely shocked. I I thought at the very least it would be for the Ravens pick, but I, yes. I held back on that because I, I I didn't have a chance to look up uh, the rules or anything. I don't think you can trade that pick that quickly. I agree. So I, I was I yeah, I agree. Maybe, That's one of the reasons why. And, and maybe they have something in place that this is what the deal is officially going to be for now, and they'll they'll change it later or something. I don't know if, how much of that you can do, but what I know is that is very likely a top forty pick, and it, there there is just no way in the world. I I don't know what Chicago is doing. I, I don't know why they would do that, but um, and I'm not even look. You you've heard me for for two years I, i've been very critical of chase claypool in a lot of ways yep um at, at the same time i do feel his highest and best is as an outside receiver and not a slot receiver so i i can understand certainly why the steelers would be looking to to if they can you know it, get something big back for him uh he's not going to be a long-term fit with them and they're definitely not he's not going to resign with them not with pickens there if he's playing on the inside he's going to want to go get paid right. uh, and play on the outside for chicago to give up that much I, I i'm at a loss i really don't understand their line of thinking with it um but it, that that's i don't know if the steelers have have gotten this much of a trade uh immediately uh, since they acquired Bettis in '95, in yeah, right? '95, right? yeah. yeah. I, I don't think they've get, they've gotten more back for giving up less than they did with this deal. I am, and I, kudos to them for it. I, yeah, I, I have no idea how that conversation went, but it, it, the only logical explanation for that is Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, uh, called Omar Khan up and said, "Look, I'll give you my second for him." And Khan sat for a second, swallowed hard, and said, "Okay, let's let's do that." Hung up and then celebrated because, wow, that that's exactly what you need in this case. I, when I heard it was a two, I, I was like, "Really? Um, are they done?" Um, no, as it turns out, this literally I was on hold waiting to come on the air. Apparently they are, um, and I have a story about this as well. This, this is really fun for me. Uh, they are in um, the, the finalization process of landing William Jackson III from mm-hmm. Washington. I have not yet seen uh, details of that, but I would imagine considering the size of Jackson's contract, um, it, a large part of that is going to be Washington paying a good chunk of it. So whatever it is the Steelers are giving back, it, it's not the second-round pick. I know that. Um, that fifth-round pick that the Steelers hate having so much is already spoken for. That's going to Seattle as part mm-hmm. of the, the Keller Witherspoon deal. Right. And the seventh-round pick that they have is going to uh, Denver for Malik Reed. So you would think logically that the sixth or the fourth 
Um, considering Jackson's contract, which is substantial, he's got a large market-level deal, um, and the fact that Washington simply isn't using him because he's not an off-corner, he's a man-corner, um, he's fallen out of favor there. That This trade was expected. He was going to be traded or cut. So my guess is, at best, it, it's at best right now uh, for Washington, it would be for the Steelers' six-round pick in this draft. I don't think they'd give it up, though. I think it's probably for something next year. I, they might get Jackson for nothing they have to pay for for a year. Um, maybe it's that fifth-round pick. And just for my own entertainment's sake, I really hope that it is because the Steelers hate their, their fifth-round pick. For some if they reason trade they this do. One again, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They can't for some reason they can't stand a fifth-round pick. Uh, it's, it's it's remarkable. That they... it's, uh, it, there, there's a lot. It, I think this and. and Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm I'm not a maths major. I think there's some type of correlation, um, typically of of the kinds of players that they would want uh, at the price of a fifth round pick. I think they have some type of formula or algorithm that says this isn't worth it to us. But a fifth round pick is definitely worth a veteran for two years, as opposed to a rookie for five or for four. I should mm-hmm. say, uh, price wise. So I, I think they look to deal those picks to bring in veterans like Akella Witherspoon. Um, at the same time, that's the pick that you drafted, that you sent to acquire Nick Vanette a couple of years ago, and you mm-hmm. literally never played him. So right. um, it, I, I think that that pick just doesn't return to them some type of algorithmic value that they want to achieve, and they feel better about trading it. Um, they traded that pick and another one to acquire Isaiah Loudermilk, um, a guy who's only playing and dressing now uh, due to injury. So uh, who knows? It, it's just such a weird history over the last 12 years with the Steelers and their fifth-round pick. And if they gave that up to acquire William Jackson, um, it, you know, the, the story I wanted to get into, and I apologize if I'm rambling here, but um, I, I know this from inside the team. I've spoken to a couple different people. In the 2016 draft, the infamous Artie Burns draft, they wanted to select – Houston's William Jackson III. He was their guy. Yes. The Bengals somehow knew that or mm-hmm. just decided that the Steelers probably would take him. Uh, they traded up, I forget with who, to 24 and drafted Jackson. So the fact that his name came up um, in, in part of the trades talk, trade talks, I know I've spoken with a bunch of people in regards to Jackson being a much better corner than how Washington has used him. There clearly isn't a schematic fit there, but he's owed a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you'd think he'd he'd uh, he'd find a trade market with a team that would play the type of defense, or at least in coverage, that Jackson can play in, and that's Pittsburgh. You know, I thought that, but then it's like that's a pretty decent chunk of chunk of cash. You know, right. maybe maybe Washington fits the foots the bill for you know seventy percent of the rest of this year, and the Steelers are on hook for next year. I still think that's a great deal, though, because you're not going to send much by way of, of draft capital back to acquire that size of a contract. So really, they just kind of jumped the line in waivers uh, in, in order to get him. So I, I think um, that, in a way, might be a better deal than what they got with Claypool. Because Jackson, when, when Jackson's in the right defense, he, he's legitimately one of the best cornerbacks in the game. No doubt. The Steelers haven't had that kind of talent at that position at his age um, in, in a, I don't know, like several years at least. I mean, we might have to go back to Woodson to see that. Jackson's really good, 
and mm-hmm. it, it's it's a bigger contract, but it fills a need for them next year. They're going to be shallow at cornerback next year. Um, I, I don't know. This could be the most active day in Steelers history, the way this is going right now. we still got, what, another hour and a half left on the deadline. Well, we've seen Roquan Smith go to the Ravens. He was not going to stay in Chicago anyway. DJ Hawkins dealt to the Vikings in the division? Really? In the division? That was, that was a deal. Um, I, I feel like I, I can see both sides feeling they got value out of it. Yeah. Because in, in the NFL, you see this a lot. Two sides are looking at a commodity in, in different ways. Um, where the Vikings are versus where the Lions are, clearly one team is, is rising and the other one is not going anywhere for the rest of the season. Hawkinson is, in my opinion, one of the best three-down tight ends in the game. Um, I absolutely loved Hawkinson. I, I just told a Vikings friend of mine a little bit ago about this. Uh, when I, I had the, the thought in my head when Roger Goodell went up to the podium to announce the trade in the, the 2019 draft, um, that the Steelers would take Hawkinson and not Devin Bush the way that they did. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But um, I, I was a big fan of Hawkinson's coming out. You can see how the Lions are developing. I mean, he's really good, but they're utilizing him in a, a, a run game more than anything. He's a very good receiver. They can no use him doubt. a lot more in that. Yeah. But that's not the way they're playing football right now. And this isn't the administration that drafted him. So you're getting to 50-year option time. The maximum amount that they can get for him is on a, a tight end needy team that would be willing to pay him an extension because Hawkinson's not going to get the, the market extension uh, from the Lions that he would ultimately want. The Vikings, though, with Kirk Cousins in particular, uh, a, a 12 personnel with him under center, I think works very well. And I think that's what they're going to try to do. Right. And they can't afford to pay him as more of a receiving tight end, give him closer to that, that you know, high-level market deal that he would get on the, on the open market. So in that regard, I think it's a great trade for the Vikings. And the Lions are getting back substantial capital on a player that isn't going to be used as effectively as he would be used somewhere else. So they aren't going to value him as highly as the Vikings are. So I, I think both teams are getting value out of that trade. I, the winner, though, is Hawkinson because Hawkinson's oh. going to eat in that offense. He's going to eat so, in that offense, and they're 6-1. and one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A great trade for the Vikings, and I, I think a, a, a worthy trade for the Lions, who apparently are looking to, to shop Jamal Williams as well. They're the fire sale in Detroit. Uh, we were all excited about all these guys, watching them on hard knocks, and none of them are going to be on the team anymore. Yeah, exactly. Finally, the Steelers with the Claypool trade, and now you're talking about Jackson as well. What kind, What are we seeing from the front office of the Steelers as to how they're trying to reshape this team? And between this and the draft, do they are they trying to show people they can do it in a short turnaround, a short period of time? I, I, I think they feel the need to show something, but at the same time, I think both of the deals, and they're they're still finalizing the, the deal for William Jackson. I'm told. I think both of those deals are really independent of everything else. I think they're deals that they would have wanted to do. I, I think. Um, 
if somebody would, I wouldn't have been surprised if they traded Claypool. I said that the entire season. He's he's the only trade asset that they have, yeah. really. Yeah. You can't trade massive contracts without penalties for, for both sides. Um, so, it, it, you know, Watt is their best player. I'm sure mm-hmm. you know, many teams would want to acquire him, but that's a real tough contract for both sides to have to get past. The Steelers wouldn't want to trade him for a variety of reasons. Right. Claypool is not a guy that they're going to sign long-term, and now he's playing out of position. It makes sense to want to trade him. I could see that. I just think they got blown away by the offer, which was probably a full round higher than the best offer they could have anticipated. So that move is a no brainer. You have to, I mean, it, it kind of hurts them. Not, I don't, I don't, between me and you, I'm not really sure how much worse their offense can get, but this trade doesn't help them offensively. That's for sure. Um, and William Jackson, I know is a guy that they wanted to draft. They really wanted yes, to get him. No and doubt. Cincinnati, you know, kind of messed it up. The agency at that point, they weren't going to invest that much money. They had cornerbacks uh, signed a larger contract. Steven Nelson and Joe Hayden were both signed at that point to Pittsburgh. They weren't able to go get him. Um, now they had an opportunity to get him. And while they're working out the details, I, I'm just saying this. I very well could end up being wrong, but I don't think it's even going to be for a pick in this draft. I, I think they're going to trade a 2024 lower-end pick so Washington can unload his contract, and the Steelers are going to get uh, for two years a cornerback that they've wanted for years. So I, it, those situations are both unique yeah. uh, to where they are. I don't think they went hunting for it. I think it was just there, and their guy, their, their deals they absolutely would do in a vacuum. You know, if it happened last year, this year, next year, it, all of it would make sense. Uh, regardless of where they were as a team, they're, they're deals that they would have wanted to make, and it. Uh, Really, you just acquired what could be a, an immediate starter for you at cornerback, an injured position right now, and a second-round pick for losing a receiver who's playing out of position anyway, and you weren't going to sign long-term. Um, the, the, putting them together the way that they are now makes it seem like they're, they're desperate in trying to, to make all these moves, but I, I really think that these are just kind of no-brainers that fell in their lap, I, and, and they're both great moves for the Steelers. All right. A pleasure, sir, and an interesting news day, as always. Thank you. Definitely. Appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks for having me, guys.